You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the fight as Carapace, Rex, Magna, Wildstrike, and Sweet Spot fight their way through Iacon's underworld against criminal empires and a movement determined to bring an end to the Cybertronian Confederation. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to uh, Empire of Rust. You know, we are the one, the only, the seldom imitated, actually never imitated. Why doesn't anyone imitate us? We're imitatable. Yeah, we're relatable. People like us, or so I keep telling myself. The thing that we're doing right now is we're in a shuttle, a very tiny, meek little shuttle with paper-thin uh, metal sheeting. Uh, we're flying up out of the atmosphere of Cybertron into orbit around Cybertron, heading for the big ship. I forget the name of it, but I'm sure Mike will uh, come in w- with the name of that ship pretty soon because it's the capital ship that the big bad guy, uh, Mr. Quick Switch. Quick face. I think it's yeah. Kickstand. Kickstand. Yeah. Kickstand. Kickstand. <laughs> I'm just going to start making up names for all of you now. <laughs> Yeah, good luck with that. What amused me the most is you 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 accidentally adopted Silverbeard pretty early into <laughs> our recordings, and I don't think you noticed for about four episodes. Yeah, but only when you said so. Yeah, so uh, that's this episode. We are going to take on the big bad guy at the head of C1. We're finally going to get to him, and we're going to get to him First among many. Good. Yep. The first among mm. many, or the the last among C1 to fall. I think the second among equals, was it? Or the, the third amongst co-workers? The first among the one percenters, but there's only a 35% chance of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Adam, thank you for that exciting intro. Well, I'm excited to be here. It's been a long time coming. I hope all of you are excited to be here. Well, St. Patrick is sort of the saint of ass-kicking, so I mean, hopefully he'll, he'll be with us in this next adventure. Oh, yeah. Definitely some snakes are going to be kicked off of this plane. Are there Transformer Druids? Because that's who we need to subjugate if we're going to actually follow St. Patrick. Ooh. I I feel a new character coming on. (laughs) I think we can make that happen. Transformer Druids? Yeah. That's kind of cool, actually. I was was just, you know, making shit up, but... An Irish Transformer Druid. Definitely. A variant of an outlier or something like that. You know, I was toying with the idea of an outlier... Hmm. <laughs> Where were you lying out of? I was lying out of my out of my flippin' skull. <laughs> I thought that was Magnum's job. Well, I hear he's outsourcing. What about you, Mike? How you doing over there? I'm good. I was muted because I was eating pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> Wise. Uh, Wise makes pretzels? You didn't know that? They do. I I actually did not know that. Now I want pretzels. I didn't know that either. (laughs) (laughs) When last we left our heroes, if I can call you heroes. That's debatable. (laughs) I don't know. Wildstrike straight up murdered a guy last time. Only because you didn't get to him first. (laughs) I I have been showing remarkable restraint. Yeah, you were actually using non-lethal guns, weren't you? If that isn't the tank calling the jet black. <laughs> You're going to take this? You're going to take this mic? I'll accept it. I did it. I don't need to. I already have a mic. <laughs> well, when he chooses to do it, he does it very effectively. You're just so angry. You were, you were just 
You were wild with anger. <laughs> then he struck. <laughs> That's right. It all came together. You know, I think what we should do is we should kind of check in with you guys for uh, for a minute. We, we haven't done that in a while, and a lot of stuff has happened, hasn't it? You managed to get yourselves out of the, the prison, or, sorry, you managed to get Wild Strike out of the prison. Had a combination moment going on, and now you just found that uh, Zaron is not the big threat that you thought he was, but he was being used just like everyone else. You. So you know what? We'll start off in reverse order this time. I always start with Sweet Spot. I'm going to start with Magnum this time. Magnum, what's going on? I guess, how's Magnum doing? What's uh, what's in Magnum's head right now? Um, <laughs> Cigar smoke? <laughs> and regret. <laughs> uh, we just have a, we have a new perp, so we need to go get him. I never, I never trusted a uh, trick switch anyway. Never? Never. That applies to pretty much everyone he meets, though. So. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, like, <laughs> Status quo. What gave it away, huh? I think he actually said something about that in the beginning. He said switch sides. He's a quick switch. Wow, yeah, that was that's a big callback, isn't it? <laughs> really not so unique, though. <laughs> no, only, only in that it was correct this time. <laughs> hey, even a stop clock is right twice a day. What about you, Wild Strike? This must be uh, must be an interesting day for you. Quite an interesting day. You got yourself out of prison, huge combiner nonsense, and now the dude that you thought was the, the guy behind it, well, he's not quite the guy behind it. So what's Wild Strike that thinking about all this? Well, he's trying to come to terms with, you know, everything that's gone on since his uh, side mission. <clears throat> trying to figure out what he actually knows because some things he thinks he knows is incorrect. So it could just be that Quick Switch is the big bad guy, or maybe he's being controlled as well. Ooh. And there's somebody else behind him that he's not aware of. Wheels within wheels, man. <laughs> there's always a bigger fish. Carapace, I imagine, is just handling all this in stride, isn't he? Well, I mean, I'm I'm a bounty hunter, so, like, finding a you know target and then moving on to a next target, I mean, this kind of, you know kind of, you know, par for the par for the course. Uh, I'm a little upset that we had made such a, a big mistake. Like, I've never gotten the wrong guy before. So, like, I find that frustrating. And the idea of, like, attacking a capital ship when they know they're, we're coming feels dumb. But... Do they know we're coming? Well, I mean, they know we're involved. They will know we're coming, as stealthy as we usually are, so... Yeah, I mean, like, quick, quick Switch has been manipulating us from the beginning. The fact that, like, you know, he doesn't... He's probably watching us right now. I mean, that's that's all I can think of. Oh. Well... I know, right? I've got four arms. That's a lot of middle fingers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm just... I have no idea what is waiting for us, so I feel that we're probably outmatched. Going in to an outmatched situation is difficult. And what about you, uh, sweet, huh? I am just uh, just loving the fact that we're about to get to the end of all this and that I am so close to completing my own personal mission of mercy. I don't think we've really talked about the, that at all on air. Anything you want to share or are you uh, going to keep that a little close to your chest? I'm going to play it close to the chest like I usually do. With the stickers. Yes, with the stickers. 
Well, don't worry, sweet. Once all this is done, maybe you'll have some time to to get that surgery you wanted and go into the knife for a bit. Yeah, I, w- I could go into the wrench, get a few uh, highlights, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> some uh, implants, maybe? Nothing too fancy, just, uh, you know, to brighten up everyone's day. That would That would just throw us all off. You have to do it. You have to do it right away. Yes. Once business is concluded. You're not there yet, but you know what? Maybe you're a little bit closer than you think. So here we... Bang! Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch that chest there, buddy. <laughs> I considered that when you were running through the halls. It's going to be a hell of a re-election campaign. You are in orbit in Zaron's stolen shuttle. Zaron is with you. Fixit, I imagine, has gone back to the the central reclamation, so he is not missed after uh, after the the meeting that you guys arranged. And yeah, so walk me through what your uh, what the plan is. You you have an idea of where Quick Switch is. You have a small shuttle here at your disposal, and yeah, what's the what's the next step for everyone? Well, let's uh, stay out of their sensor range until we're ready. Definitely. I mean, are we literally are we going in blind? I mean, this that that feels really no. Suicidal. I'm saying we're staying out of their sensor range while we can do some research and figure out what okay. the hell we're dealing with here. You know, right. Maybe they'll park on top of their ship and then figure it out. But I think yeah, I have a feeling that once we find out, like we're gonna go. Oh, hey, this is a really bad idea. Let's go get a bigger gun. You know, <laughs> I was late. You know, to get the standard issue big gun. You know. Do you think we need some uh, uh, re-equipment? Well, I mean, always. If we, if the, if there's an option to, you always up equip. You know. Well, I mean, we are not. But, I mean, we need committed to... yet. I mean, we haven't attacked them yet, so. We're just we're just up here as a place to hide and, and to regroup. And right. Probably better than anywhere on the planet. They just happen to also be in space right now. So I would say if we can move it over so the planet's between us, at least part of it, you know, around the horizon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we we know their location, right? So yeah, it's not like they can hide from us any any better than than we could hide from them. The Steelhaven is a large capital ship, so you roughly know kind of where its position is uh, is going to be, uh, just simply because of the the size of it. Uh, you think they would have a harder time tracking you guys as long as you stay within kind of that corridor where ships gonna uh, come in and leave, like the the main kind of like space lane. So as right. yeah, as long as you are, are keeping to that, then you should have no problem staying hidden. Plus, you're you're pretty small. So uh, punch up some. Uh, well, first, we'll pull up the public records on this this ship, and and sort of give as much information we can about this thing. Important question here: Are you just going to use like the standard stuff you can find from the data net, or are you going to try and use Zaron's diplomatic credentials in order to get that information? Start with standard. Anonymous access, just what's available to the public. You need to know where to start, unless somebody has a better idea. I disagree. I think we should use every means at our disposal to uh, get to the end game, so to speak. 
as soon as right. possible. But the, the, the trick is, it's like, we're only going to be able to use Zaron's codes once or twice, so we should probably put all of our eggs into one basket. Like, if we're going to use it to, like, oh, let's go steal a ship that we can actually get onto that, we might need that. You know, if we're going to be looking up secure data, we can do that. If we need access to, like, an, a, you know, a restricted armory, we can do that. Like, you know, but if we, if we start by just doing a casual search, they're going to go, hey, wait. Why is he looking that up? And then they'll close it down, and then we can't do the other things. So I think the casual search is probably a good idea, and then figure out everything. Are they even even aware? Do they even know that Zaron has been compromised? Probably not. But I mean, you, you can I can only assume that his credentials in particular are being watched. So if all of a sudden he starts looking up internet porn, they're going to be like, "Wait, what the hell is that? Like, why is he doing that?" Yeah, because he's supposed to be a drone right now. So. There's also going to be a time limit where he should have returned. Right. And if he's not answering or he hasn't returned yet, they're going to know something's up. Right. So there is some urgency. He is still reachable. They they could call him and he is able to answer. He just has to bluff. Did, did we remove his thing? Yep. So weren't we going to go back to the mechanic and... Because we have one guy who's not, who has a bug is still attached... We were going to bring it back. So you did, like, your amazing, like, 35 or something to remove it. But we also want, um, what's the other guy's name? Fix it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we want Fix it to go in and do it. Or did we already do that? I, we, I already did we already that. did one. Already did I know he did one. Like, he did it in, like, a round where it took me, like, 10, 20 minutes. Okay, so he's he's working on, like, countermeasures now. Well, we asked, like, him and, and um... Wheeljack Ratchet. sort of come up with a Wheeljack. like an anti-bug, maybe, right? To infest other people, yeah. so. and put on and put on bolt-on collars so it's more difficult for our own systems to be taken over. Yep, yep, shielding. Yeah, you guys have the like the bolted-on like metal scrap on the back of your neck to protect uh, protect you. Yep, we did that before we went up uh, against the uh, big Z. But, Sweet Spot, you specifically said you didn't do a permanent one. So you didn't just bolt it or nope. weld it. Nope. It's a, it's a, a strap-on. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Strap-on uh, collar. Okay. What do you get up to in your spare time? I was like, you just became very popular. <laughs> uh, yes, I know how to uh, placate the voters. Placation, is that what you're calling it? Yeah, sure, let's go with that. That seems like a fun word. He knows how to get the sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Every episode has a theme joke to it. I guess we found this one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. What do we, what does the, what's this, this public information say without, you know, needing any credentials? Just so we get the broad strokes. Here is what you know, Magnum, and this is not going in-depth on anything. This is just as, as public knowledge as you can possibly get. Uh, the Steelhaven is a Vanguard-class deep space interceptor. Uh, it is large, it is heavily armed, and it supports a crew of anywhere from 30 to 60 bots. Uh, you know it is the flagship of the Cybertron Orbital Defense Fleet, and it really has not left uh, the planet since the uh, since 
bots have started coming back to um, coming back to Cybertron. Uh, you know that it used to be part of the Autobot space fleet and is currently in orbit around the planet. Now, lar- when you say large, how large? Like, Metallica size, bigger, smaller, Star Destroyer? Actually, it would be smaller. It has uh, three decks on it, and it is about three to four hundred feet long. Still pretty damn big. Are we able to pull up specs? Not, like, detailed specifications for it. You know, like the you know the basics. You know that the you know that the command deck is on the uh, the upper level, crew quarters, and all of like the the typical day to day stuff is mid deck, and then the uh, landing bay and the, the the shuttle pad would be on the lower deck. Uh, but anything beyond that, you're gonna have to to dig deeper for. You said thirty to sixty. Yep. Okay, so that's a lot of dudes. Carapace. How many could you handle? Not that many. <laughs> All of them, one at a time. Yeah, we'd have to do some really clever things. I'm like, I think it would be safe to assume that all of them are bugged. I mean, that, that might not be the case, because, I mean, he's probably just legitimate leader right now, so he could just go anywhere and be like, oh, hey, even without the bugs, if people think that he's the leader, then he's the leader. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think it would be foolish to assume that they aren't all bugged. Mm-hmm. In which yeah. case, the worst case scenario we have to prepare for is 60 bug bots, and that's not a small amount. <laughs> yeah, but maybe if there's a way to, un- if we can un- do something to the system to unbug some of them. If we get, like, really good schematics, then some of our tech people might be able to figure out how to, like, just run an electrical current through the entire ship, and that might short them all out. But I think that would be really difficult, personally. Well, I think tech specs would be useful, though, because we're going to need to oh, know totally. where to land and what to do, you know. Have we have we spoken to Zara now that he's free, or has he been unconscious still? He's, 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 he's conscious. I don't think he knows. He doesn't really know a ton yet. But. Yeah, you had a conversation with him. What did we say? Uh, you confirmed that he was... Uh, was bugged or was captured shortly after the meeting after the race, which was way back in, I think, like, episode 15 or 16 or something like that. Right. Is he is he on team go kick, kick Switch's ass? Quick Switch's ass? He is a pacifist, so you don't really think that he's generally in favor of violence, but you do get the sense that he believes something needs to be done. So he's, he's, he's anti-fascist, then. Right. Okay, good. Does he know of... Is there anything that he w- is willing to offer, like, knowledge-wise? Like, oh, yeah, I, I have, like... I've been saving up for something like this. Like, you know, like, you know, like oh, I know where there's a a place that we can get armor or weapons or the, the specs of a ship or maybe even... You might know about the ship itself because, I mean... Right, back. or like, you know, like, oh, I can actually, you know, get some of my assault people to come with you and, and, you know, absorb some of the damage that we're going to take. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, how much, how committed is he? Is he just like, eh, like, I'll let you guys do it? Or is he like, this needs to happen? Like, this is freeing the entire planet. I think this would be important to him. Well, I don't exactly have, uh, uh, like, armed forces at my my beck and call. Uh, and even if... You're the leader of the world right now, dude. And even if I did, I imagine most of them are, are bugged. Yep. 
and they'll listen to you anyway because it's not the bug that they're listening to, it's you. No. I don't believe they'll follow my orders. I think if, if Quickswitch is truly the one behind this, which I, I still yeah. have my doubts on, it would be his orders that they follow. I mean, I can, I can try, certainly. If, if we can find one that, is, that has a, uh, a device on him, then I can try to command him. But I'm not certain if he will follow my orders. Okay. Should we uh, try and free Ironhide before we do this? Do we know where he is? Not yet, but I mean, I'm sure we could call we could call his office and be like, "Hi, is Ironhide there?" And he'll go, "Yeah, he's in a meeting." <laughs> you know, and then, damn it! I mean, these things aren't usually hard. <laughs> you know, it's like finding a person who's in a high yeah, political yeah. position is not difficult. You know. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. So, getting Ironhide lodged will dislodge, though it might be a whole business of its own. But um, I mean, it's it's it, it, it won't be. We know we know that. Uh, Electricity damage knocks these things out. If we know where he is, we literally walk into the room, we zap him, and then he'll go, "Hey, thank you." And now let's and then move on. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's not a iron yeah, hide is reasonable. He's in the police building. Walking into the room is not trivial. Uh, maybe we see things differently. <laughs> well, we just blew a hole in the wall to get out of that place. Yeah, so, I mean, they wouldn't expect us to do this. <laughs> that applies to most of the things we do. It's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> In- inherently, that's not a reason to do it. <laughs> I think we need to figure out where he is first before we can decide. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, I could place, I could place him call. Can we find Ironhide? Computers, you know, what, what, what check do you want us to roll? Before you roll any checks, uh, if you want to just try the comm and contact the security services building, then we can try that first. Yeah, sure, I'll call the business line. Are you going to do like right? a, hi, I, I want to report a murder. <laughs> hey, you're going to take all my no. good <laughs> Alright, so who are you calling there, Magnum? I'll call the, um, I guess the, you know, the uh, the, the dispatcher or whatever. Like, not the dispatcher, the, the front desk. Can I do a redirect so uh, they don't trace us? So a computer's check for that. But yes, you can. Check is 22. <sighs> Iacon Security Services, what can I help you with? Good afternoon, uh, I need to speak to Ironhide right away. Chief Ironhide is unavailable for comment. It's not a comment, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a matter of personal concern for him. Do you have a crime to report, sir? Um, it's, uh, his, uh, tests came back, and, uh, it's sort of confidential. I'll ask again, is there a crime to report, sir? Yeah, um, he's got idiots working for him. <laughs> yes, I have a crime to report. Where is the crime taking place? I don't know. I have to ask Chief Ironhide where it is. Where is the crime, sir? So, can can we tell the difference between, like, just normal stupid person and person <laughs> under control of drone? Uh, you know what? Sure. Why not? <laughs> We go ahead interacted and, with enough of them. Yeah, go ahead and roll up a sense motive. Magnum, because you're the one who's actually doing this call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 26. 26, yeah. Uh, you get the sense that he is on repeat over here. <laughs> uh, he probably has orders to make it seem like it's business as usual, 
Um, but of course, you you realize that if someone's going to be calling the front desk of ISS, it's likely because a crime is being reported. So it's business as usual, huh? Whatever questions you ask, uh, this guy probably has a bunch of like pre-programmed answers to say. Hey, say this or say that in this case. And, and he so we need really... to call, we need to call, we need to call higher up the chain then. Yeah. Like, can we just look up his phone number and the, the, his personal office? I mean, like, that stuff is online for somebody who's half-competent in computers. I'm sure Wildstrike has his comm, since he was working with them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go. If I still have it, yeah. It sounds much more direct. All right. Can we obfuscate where that is? Like, you know, so, like, it doesn't look, you know, again, so they can't track us? If you want to, go ahead and roll me up a computer's check. 18. Eighteen. Ooh, that's a that's a lot closer. Who is going to be doing the talking? Is it Magnum or Wildstrike? Hmm. Probably should. I don't know. Wildstrike's supposed to be in prison, so. Yeah, and last time uh, I talked to him, he was uh, sided with Quick Switch. Hmm. So what do we what do we want to say to him to try to get him to tell us where he is? Um, we have an urgent message from Minister Zaron. That needs his attention. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. You want to try to meet him somewhere, or? Yeah. I mean, it, if we can find out where he is, if he's in a place that we can't get to, maybe we can lure him out. Maybe not say that there's a message. Maybe there's a uh, package, a delivery from from Zaron, something that he physically has to accept, so that we can get his location. Okay. All right. Call him up. You dial up. Ironhide's comm codes. Keeps on chiming. Keeps on chiming. And it doesn't look like he is picking up. Go ahead and make an intelligence check. See if you can piece together what's happening here. Fifteen. Fifteen on intelligence. Okay. You think that there's... Probably a set number of comm channels that Ironhide is required to answer. So if he is being bugged, which uh, I'm assuming many of you think that, there's probably only a handful of channels he's supposed to answer. And the fact that a comm code came in that he certainly recognizes, but is not part of the hierarchy he needs to, to address... Uh, you think that he's just ignoring it because he doesn't need to answer that. Mm-hmm. Can we get a, a ping from his uh, comm? Because the it went through and it was ringing on his uh, comm device, but it he didn't pick up. Can we get a location just from where the device is? Uh, yes, you can. You are going to need to make an engineering check for that. And if someone wants to aid with computers, that is fine as well. Alrighty. I cannot help with this. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can. I just have to uh, put the old shuttle in autopilot. Alright, so 20 for my computer's check to aid Mr. Magnum on his uh, attempt to triangulate. Alright, uh, that means I have a 26. 26? Yeah, that is more than enough. You managed to locate his uh, signal, and it looks like it is directly in the ISS building, and you got it high enough. I think you'll be able to pinpoint it down to his office in the building. 
Hmm. So we know his phone is there. Correct. But that doesn't necessarily mean he is there. His comm unit is there, yes. Yes. Yeah. However, if they want to, if the other dudes want to keep in touch with him, he probably has it. But we can't be sure. I know one way to clear the building. <laughs> uh, do you want to do it or do you want to let Carapids do it? Because <laughs> he's fond of that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd be using it for good in this case. I thought you were just going to have Wildstrike fly into it. <laughs> oh, no. I think we need Ironhide alive. <laughs> that uh, that actually might be a good idea, though. Uh, does Ironhide have an office uh, with a view? We also have a piece of, um, we have uh, badgeless equipment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, any one of us could just walk in as Ab- a badgeless and then absolutely. zap him and then. Oh, yeah. The, the point we of have action. A couple I- of, we have two. We have like a, two of them with us. Both of them debugged. We could use their armor. We defeated a few more during the last battle too, didn't? You have the one from Spot Suites, and you have. I'm going to say you have two out of the three from the fight with Zaron, because you uh, Wild Strike. You you. Because Wild Strike you, obviously you, obliterated the last one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I was saying, like, who sh- we have two sets of armor. Who should, who should go in? You technically have three sets of armor because you still have the one from Spot Suites. Oh, okay. Which which I believe, Wild Strike, you are wearing? I was wearing one when we met with uh, Zaron. Uh, does Zaron have his own phone? Is he on comm unit? Oh, yeah, like, I, certainly. I, I'm sure that... His phone is one of the ones that he would respond, that Ironhide would respond to, right? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, we don't even need to talk to him. Yeah, don't even need to talk to him. Just get him to pick up so that we know he is where his phone is. So, what could we say to him that could get him out of the building? You know who wants. Yeah, you know who wants to talk to you. Come meet me at the library. Hmm. Worth a try. Come to the ambush hole, you know. <laughs> Just stand on the big X on the ground. <laughs> All right. Don't worry about the the large hanging safe. So I actually had a I I had a thought about this uh, since we last played. Uh, we I ha- we had the idea of doing the like making an amalgam of the whoever it is that's the leader. We, we thought it was Zaron, and if he just spoke, then. The, you know, that they would do whatever it is that they said. Now we, it's going to be Kick Switch, so that's Quick... God damn it, it's not Kick Switch. <laughs> What's his real name? Quick Switch. Quick Switch, okay. To kind of tie up all the loose ends, you could just be ordered like, oh, if you have a bug on you, report to Central Reclamation for removal. Central <laughs> Reclamation. <laughs> you know? Uh, that might do it. <laughs> I'm saying so after we take police him, force, after know. we take them out, yeah. So it would be a way of getting all the the loose ends yeah. to come together. Yeah, well, so that makes a lot of sense. Something to, to consider. Yeah, I think the big concern is that they're going to keep making more, so we got to stop that part. You know, right? Well, what if Zarn so Zarn would probably call him up and he'll probably answer. So, so just where should we have a meet? Does Does Ironhide have a home? I'm sure he does. We just tell him to meet him at his house. Sure. 
stand right outside would, would, in the middle Zara, of the street like, so there's enough room for us to land a shuttle on you. Zarin, where's a place that would be appropriate for you to ask Ironhide to come speak to you? I have an office next to, uh, uh, in the, the diplomatic floor uh, near Ironhide, so I would meet him there, generally. Uh, Maybe we could send him so to we, that same place we sent uh, with his face earlier today. <laughs> well, I mean, like here, here's what I'm thinking. Like, three of us, three of us wear the armor. Zaron is a person that's supposed to be there. We walk in. He, we go to his office. You call him from your office and say, "Hey, I'd like to, for you to talk to me in my office," and then we jump him. Hey, that that could. I like this plan. Like a, I'm excited to be feels, a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> that could work. Yes, mm-hmm. feels like a pretty package. Carapace, make a perception check, please. Perception is an eight, so that is a fourteen. Fourteen. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Cool. See no problem with this plan. Nope. Yeah. You see no problems this is at perfect. all. All right. Well, I mean, we know we know we're going to need Carapace, and we know we're going to need Wild Strike as two of our toughest. And then maybe we should probably have somebody that Ironhide respects. So we probably should leave Sweet Spot behind. <laughs> oh. <Absolutely. laughs> <laughs> knew that was coming Aww. as soon as you started saying it. I don't much care if Ironhide is a victim in all this. I, I don't care for the bot much. It's a burn 25 episodes in the making. <laughs> that was so good. Yep. yep, 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 yep. Yeah, you need, you need someone to, to pilot the uh, getaway shuttle. You are the getaway shuttle. I am the getaway shuttle. I'm the emergency getaway shuttle when this one just disintegrates around us. We could also just go in as the three of us badgeless, go grab two more badgeless uniforms, walk out, everybody get our stuff together, and then walk back in, all of us. That could work. They have yeah, the equivalent of a locker room? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's go, let's go do that. During this whole time, Magnum, you were dealing with a lot of the communications. Uh-huh. Sweet Spot, you were paying attention to. Uh, were you actually piloting like manually, or did you have it on autopilot for most of the time? Uh, I was piloting manually for a lot of the time until uh, Magnum needed some help with uh, computer triangulation. Then I helped them out for that that role. Okay. And if there was more time, I would have gone back to piloting just to keep an active eye on everything. Sure. Uh, Carapace, I imagine you are just keeping an eye out for potential threats. I mean, I'm yeah. I mean, we're we're in space in a ship. There's nothing for me to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're already inside the hold of the enemy ship, aren't we? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody noticed. <laughs> Hey, we're supposed to be in space, right? Where'd all the space go? <laughs> a lot of angry-looking bots outside. And Wildstrike, you were helping out Magnum for a little bit, but was there anything else you were doing? Uh, not really. There's not much else for me to do at this point. Okay. Uh, give me a perception check, then, Wildstrike. The shuttle is infested with bugs, isn't it? <laughs> They're just blatant. <laughs> They're crawling all uh, over us. Fourteen. Okay. All right. Good. 
Uh, That's what I rolled, so we're both useless. Just... Is the altimeter supposed to be dropping that rapidly? I'm just confirming no, no, what Carapace saw. <laughs> so you guys are going to head down to the ISS building, and you are... What are you going to do? You're just going to land on the on the roof? Don't forget, the ISS building is part of the, a part of the diplomatic hub, too, so there is a, a port up there. There is an actual uh, landing pad and everything, so it is perfectly, pos- perfectly plausible to do so. Uh, that might be the best route. Easy in, easy out. Is uh, uh, Zaron willing to walk in, or is he... Yes, since he is not going to be attacking anyone, and the plan so far has been more infiltration, he is perfectly okay with this. But he okay. he is not he is a pacifist. He is not going to take up arms against anyone else. What about legs? What about the legs? They don't need those. <laughs> okay, let's, let's let's do it. All right, sweet spot. You take the ship off of autopilot and head down through the space lane, uh, and getting ready to head towards Iacon when there is a noise in the shuttle. Make another perception check, everyone. Ah, perception. Oh dear. Exactly what I rolled last time. 14. That would be a 17 for myself. Magnum got a 27. I got a 9. 9. He got a rock. (laughs) Alright, Magnum. Looks like you may be saving everyone today. Uh, Something has just attached itself to the outer hull. You're the only person who notices this. We got some on the outside of the hull, guys. Don't uh, ship sensors like automatically detect stuff like this? It's just a shuttle. It might it might not uh, be sufficient. whatever it is might be blocked sufficiently. Sure. I don't know. No. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Or maybe it says on the sensor and no one noticed. I mean you are a sensor. Can we get a visual? <laughs> on the outside of the ship, let's actually see if there is any camera or anything that can point to that area. And high or low good for you. Hi. Wait, wait. Let me let me say it. Hi is good for us. <laughs> Thank you. Roll the three. So nope. Oh. Yeah, my sweet spot. Well, there goes that theory. So, just out of curiosity, is, is everything that's possible in this world literally just a fifty-fifty shot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I need to make a decision Everything on it, then the DM hasn't thought about in advance. I just... Well, I, I mean, it's just like <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. He <laughs> might be rolling D thirties, you know. But I mean, it doesn't matter. Carapace, did D30s. you actually put a camera on the outside of the ship? Because if you did, I'm, no. I'm perfectly willing to say that. Yeah, you got one. <laughs> no, I just I I guess when I think of an advanced space race, cameras are just kind of part of the thing. But you know, I mean, again, what do I know? I'm just it's like Star Trek. Player. Every time you need one, you can get an external view. God yeah. knows where it's being shot from. You know, <laughs> yeah, they never looks... show that little ship with the camera that flies around with the Enterprise everywhere they go. And, and, and it's not the, the the it's not the whether it's there. It's the probability that it was fifty percent. It's, it's just, and it's always fifty percent. And I just my brain just grasped onto the reality of that and was like, wait, what? Like you know, okay. Oh, why 
Why is that so hard to grasp? I mean, everything is either a robot or something else, so it's a 50-50 shot. So, okay, that's like saying, like, oh, you either hit or you miss, and that means that you have an equal chance of hitting or missing, and that's categorically untrue because I've seen you fight. (laughs) (laughs) So, Pat, I, I, you know what? I totally understand that, you know, that it should be a thing. Maybe there should be a, a, a higher chance that there's cameras on there. So you know what? I'll give it a 75% chance that there's going to be cameras. I rolled a three. Okay. Nope. No, I, I understand that. I mean, retroactively, I mean, I could be an asshole like that too, you know? <laughs> we all can. But, I mean, that's the thing. We it's like, what, 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 are you, what are you rolling? Because if you rolled a three on a D4... Then it's the idea, like, you know, if you were just doing 50-50, you could have been doing coin flips. Are you rolling a D20? Are you rolling percentile? Like, what? I have no idea what's, what you're rolling. I rolled a D20 for it. You know? Okay. Good. If there is something that I haven't quite thought about and something I don't really quite know the answer to, I will give it a 50-50 shot. And if it's high, then it's usually whatever is beneficial to you guys. And if it's low, it is whatever is not beneficial to you folks. Okay. What I would like to do is, since it was brought to my attention, I'd like to try a piloting check to see if I can feel on which area of the shuttle there is extra drag. In space. <laughs> well, yeah, I thought we were, we were coming we were coming back down in. Uh, that's a 24. We'll say the port side. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Higher logo for you. You know, you know what's high. Yes, port the port side. All uh, right, I'm, I'm feeling a little little something on the port side, fellas. I don't know if there's any windows over there, but maybe you can check it out. Uh, can I transform into a scan? Sure. Audio with vibrations, energon, heat, anything that I can get, and listening. I don't know if, how much sound I can get outside, but need to get one of those X-ray things. I'm actually going to say that it's... You actually probably wouldn't get much of anything because the ship's hull is probably more than a few inches of metal, which will block most of your senses. Do you have an energon sensor? I have an energon sensor. It's range. It's, I think it's like got like a 60-foot range, and it's just sort of that old, old, old one. Right, the low res one. Basically, tell me if there's energy, if there's if there's energon there or not. Uh, so yeah, as so if that's the case, then uh, once you transform and start scanning, you don't get anything from any of the other senses, but you do uh, get a very tiny little hit on the energon sensor, and that there's a small energon source outside the ship. Can I get an audio signal to see if it's like it's moving on the outside because the vibrations would come into us. Um, uh, depending on how thick the hull is and how heavy the movement is. You can do a perception if you want. Yeah, give me a perception. Yeah, 19. I will say that it is... It does not sound like it's moving now, but when you first noticed it, you did hear like the little like little clicks, so it could have potentially been moving when it first landed. <laughs> Something with lots of legs. <laughs> There's... Something on the wing. <laughs> oh, no. Something. Do we want to open up the back and Wild Strike turn into a jet and go out and kill whatever it is? Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. I mean, we don't breathe, so it's like, it's, it's not yeah, a... Yeah, I know. I mean, it, 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 is the shuttle even pressurized? I imagine it is pressurized. 
it, it's one of those things where even in a vacuum, Transformers would have difficulty functioning. Uh, they're not going to like suffocate or anything, but long-term exposure to a, a vacuum is certainly going to uh, um, to mess up stuff. And they wouldn't okay. be able to hear each other. All right. Uh, when when we hit the atmosphere, I will uh, let everyone know so that uh, if you wanted to do that, I'm sure you'd have a little bit more control. Should we do? Should we open the door while we're going down to the atmosphere, though? Or should we just, like stop moving? Should we should we pretend that we're like people and that opening the atmosphere in space is harmful? Or can we well, just? I'm thinking I'd rather more just, like I'd atmospheric rather... friction. I'm thinking we don't right. want weather to burn up. Right, I'm thinking that if we're just if we just fly outside, that mean that means we're not dealing we're dealing with low gravity, so moving around is going to be very easy, and we can just fight whatever is out there. Or it's a ship, and that now we know. You know, it's it's. I don't see why going into atmosphere. Like I would rather, as soon as we know what it is, we should be outside killing it. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are we waiting? And I would vote for stopping and then going outside, so we don't have to worry about our ship moving away from us. And somebody stay inside the ship and tether because if someone floats away, there's no way they're getting back. You know. Right? Yeah, make make sure those bodies are, are strapped down tight. Okay. And then uh, get us get prepped as quick as we can. Open the doors. Maybe you can use your your tether or something like that. Careful. Yeah, I've got my my grappler. Because most of us don't don't have propulsion in, in zero g. You know. So each spot you slow the ship down, and it, it, you are almost at a stop. Magnum, you are uh, grabbing the, the the bodies of the are still, still living bodies of the uh, the badgers that you beat up, and strapping them down. Zaron is getting mm-hmm. himself strapped into a seat so he doesn't go anywhere. And Carapace, you're getting your grappler ready, and Wildstrike, are you ready to jump out and transform, or...? Yep. Okay. Do you, does he turn into one of, like, the, the icosahedron, not the icosa, like, the, the, the dodecahedron jets? Like, you know how, like, the jets, they, when, you know, when they're on Earth, they look like our jets, but when they were in Cybertron, they look like, oh, like yeah. the, the triangles? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The like tetrajets. The, are, you a D, are, you a, are you a D4? <laughs> yeah, the flying caltrop. I don't think you ever described your uh, your alt mode there, Mike. What's Carapace look he's like? A, or not uh, Carapace? Well, <laughs> what is uh, He's a look stealth like? jet. <laughs> so I imagine it would be similar to the triangle shaped ships, but a little bit sneakier. A little bit sleeker, yeah, sleeker design. Okay, I like it a lot. Yeah. Can Zoran pilot? Because Sweet Spot is Sweet Spot's our only other form that has a flying form, so it might be useful to have him free to come out and inevitably pick us up when we drift off into space. <laughs> I mean, he's confident enough to hold the ship steady and to do like uh, minor maneuvers. Uh, you don't think that he'd be good in a, as a combat pilot, though? Does the shuttle have weapons? Uh, you don't believe it does. At least you've never you haven't seen one, so hit Shuttle the autopilot. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet spot. You take the shuttle uh, down a little bit, but you are sticking uh, along the outer edges of the gravity well of the planet. So that way, if one of you should fall off the ship, you're not going to fall to your death. 
Magnum, you are taking care of the still living bodies of the remaining badgers, strapping them down, making certain they can't go out anywhere. Zaron is strapping himself into the seat, getting ready for uh, the stop. Wildstruck, you're getting ready to jump out and transform. And Carapace, you are getting ready to use your grappler in case you need to. So, sweet spot, you slow the ship down, park it in a stationary orbit, open up the door, door opens, and who is jumping out? I am. I am. I am. Last, last stop for zero G. No one wants to miss this. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go ahead and roll for initiative, just so I can keep turn order straight in my head here. Jesus fucking Christ. Three eights. What are you rolling for initiative, man? Yeah, I think that's wrong. <laughs> no, I mean, that's my third eight on a D20 oh. in a row. <laughs> I have a 13. And everyone else did it on roll 20? Yes. Yep. Yep. The order is Wild Strikes first with a 21. Sweet Spot is next with a 16. Carapace is third with a 13. Something got an 8. And then Magnum is trailing with a 3. So Wild Strike, go ahead and do your worst. All right. What was the side it was on? It is on the port side. That's the left side yep. for you non-nautical people. And the right side for the nautical <laughs> So I'll fly up here. What do I see? It looks like a search drone. Carapace pointed out uh, these things to you as you were talking with... Uh, after you had finished talking with Fixit, uh, he pointed out all of the, the drones that were doing search patterns of the city. This looks like a uh, one of those search drones. And it has attached itself to the side of the shuttle. How large is it? It is tiny, so it is like Pythagoras-sized. Do I think I can hit it, or will it be like almost no chance that I hit the shuttle? You think it's perfectly possible to hit? Okay. The shuttle's not moving, so you're not going to have a ton of penalties. I believe you're going to get a a minus two or a minus four because you're in your your vehicle mode shooting at a like a, a stationary target like that, and your vehicle mode speed is much greater. Uh, and I don't believe it gets any bonuses for being small anymore. No. Okay. No tactical combat does not. Yeah. So yeah, you you think it's possible? Is there a way you can catch it? I can shoot it and see if it survives. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering if we could have it, like, send back a message, like, this isn't the shuttle you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll relay back uh, the information that it's one of the searcher drones, and I'm going to take a shot at it. Go for it. Don't get a one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you suck. <laughs> uh, so this doesn't factor in the minus two penalty, so it would be a 21 to hit. Seven electrical damage. It still looks like it is functional, and it's still attached to the ship, but it does look like you did a significant amount of damage to it. Okay. All right, sweet spot. What would you like to do? Yeah, yeah. Until they tell me otherwise, I'm just going to keep the shuttle nice and steady, because they need to get back in when everything's all set. That's true. Okay, good. And Carapace, what would you like to do? Uh, So I'm just going to pretty much handhold myself across the outer wall, and once I can get a clear shot of the uh, drone, I'm going to 
try to hit it with my grappler, and I rolled a four, and uh, so that I actually hit a sixteen. So I was, I was looking at my melee, which is not not what I use. So, All right, yeah, sixteen. That's more than enough to hit that. Cool. You shoot off your grappler. It strikes the center of this thing, knocking it off the ship. But since you have it grappled, you can go ahead and pull it back in. I got a winch. Whee! Son of a winch. Uh, you notice that as soon as you spear it, uh, it attempts to fly away. Go ahead and give me a strength check there, Carapace. I wonder how strong a drone is in zero G. Hey, you never uh, know. Eight. Eight. Oof, I'm going to have to roll against you on this one. I was expecting you uh, to be really strong on this. I mean, I'm attached to a solid object. It's not. I rolled a three. <laughs> so. Wow. No, that would have been hilarious. It pull, pulls <laughs> me along. It's like, shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, fine. Transform. You have it on your grappler, and it attempts to, to pull away, and you hold tight. Nice. Magnum. Yes. Your turn. You can do something. Oh, okay. Um, I will listen in if what signals this thing is sending. Go ahead and give me an. You know what? Give me a perception check on this one. Seventeen. Keeps going down. Not uh, not particularly great. Uh, you you can tell that it is transmitting something, and you think it's transmitting location data. Can I uh, block it? How do you uh, how do you want to do this? I'll broadcast uh, local interference. Like white noise? More like yeah, white noise. But a scrambler, scramble noise. Okay. Go ahead and give me an a quick engineering check. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Like the fourth two I rolled today. Yeah, so I'm like, we're all rolling shit today. <laughs> oh, you are. You are. Someone's been tampering with the random number generator. <laughs> I think it was Craig. <laughs> it's particularly impressive considering Pat's role using real dice. Yeah, I was like, shit. <laughs> Alright, so, here's what's gonna happen. You are successful. You get a, uh, like a, a, a blanket of interference going out from your, uh, your comm device. But here's the thing. You think you successfully blocked it from transmitting its location data. All of you, all around you, notice that your comms go dead. So, Magnum, you certainly blanketed the area with white noise. You blanketed every frequency with white noise. And you think that this big black hole of, of information, black hole of signals, is probably going to call some attention. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> Space! <laughs> but this is Blaster, blasting out to the airwaves, bringing you the latest and greatest hits and news updates. I have big news for you today, so keep those audio receptors turned up to the max. Empire of Rust was created, written, and GM'd by Michael Ordway. Carapace is played by Patrick Finn. Wild Strike, the Decepticon, is played by Mike M. Pythagoras and Magnum are played by Matthew G. Sweet Spot is played by Adam I. Chu. 
And last but no way least, Rex and his dino buds, Laser, Grazer, and Laser, are played by Rob Muller. Keep the hits coming by supporting the show at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. And tune in to the Transmissions Network for all your Transformers news and reviews. This is Blaster, the voice of Cybertron's airwaves, blasting out.